Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and we today are going to talk about uh, safety on the roadways. Our guests today include Sergeant Neil Dickinson, the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Jamie Hookreed, who is the in uh, the district maintenance engineer for Central Minnesota for MnDOT. Gentlemen, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good afternoon. Well, here it comes, uh, uh, the holidays, and uh, Thanksgiving is one of the bigger travel holidays across Minnesota, and unfortunately it starts with the Wednesday in front of Thanksgiving, and that's turned out to be one of the bigger days for alcohol consumption in the state, hasn't it? It has been. Uh, you know, a lot of people traveling to family, you know, or family that, that live a uh, little distance away, so they're staying with family or getting hotels, so... They're usually traveling. We're going to see an increase in in, in probably uh, vehicle travel probably starting Tuesday. Most people probably are off Wednesday, and then Wednesday evening is uh, you know kind of concerning for uh, for us in law enforcement where your local establishments are usually busy that day yes. um, mm-hmm. or that evening. So uh, we know that there's the percentages of people that choose to drive under the influence of alcohol are probably at a, a higher rate. So we have extra enforcement starting Wednesday evening, and it's going to run Thursday and Friday and pretty much all weekend. And this is going to continue up until the Christmas uh, holiday season as well. So just want to remind everybody, please celebrate safely. Responsibly. Responsibly, right. Uh, Nothing worse uh, ruining your Thanksgiving holiday than getting arrested for uh, driving out of the influence, spending the night in jail, uh, or the worst-case scenario, you injure yourself. or someone else, or kill, get yourself killed, or kill someone else. So, yeah. plan ahead. Um, taxi services all over with Uber and Lyft and whatever else is mm-hmm. is in the area here. And there's no excuse for getting behind the wheel when you had a little too much. If you find yourself in that position, talk to uh, your local bartenders too. They can assist you in getting getting a taxi or getting mm-hmm. getting some uh, alternate ride home for you. Or call a family or friends and and remember too if you're hosting some some parties here, you're kind of responsible if people that are at your house if there's alcohol being served on, making sure everybody that leaves is in mm-hmm. you know that's not under the influence and in, in in good shape to drive. So right, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, we forget about that when we host a party at our own private dwelling. We're still responsible for those that attend. Aren't you we? are absolutely. So like I said, you know, have somebody just kind of monitoring that if if alcohol's being served and. Just kind of keep an eye and make sure nobody's getting behind the wheel when they mm-hmm. shouldn't be. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but I've talked to uh, people who own bars, and they say that Wednesday before Thanksgiving has turned into such a big day for people to get together. And uh, Yeah, I've noticed that, too, the last few years. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, when I used to work uh, the evening shifts, uh, the bar parking lots were very busy with cars. And, and uh, like I said, everybody's probably gotten to their destination either that Wednesday early and they're hooking There's up with not their much friends to before do. they have to hang with family. That's Family's <laughs> probably cooking the next day so they yeah. can sleep in and, and enjoy the evening. So, like I said, just plan ahead and have fun. Yeah. All right. Um, a lot of cars on the road right through the holidays, it seems. And I know Black uh, Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving, is another big travel day. So, again, uncomplicated, no drinking and driving. And just right. be careful out there on the roadways, right? Yeah, and, and pay attention. Um, you know, we've already had winter uh, arrive here. Um <laughs> 
couple weeks ago. I know in the Twin Ports area we've had a, an icy morning that kind of snuck up on everybody. We had calls backed up, and, and fortunately nobody was really seriously injured because people are getting the message on wearing their seatbelts, which is which mm-hmm. is a good thing. Every Almost every crash I've been to lately, people have been using their seatbelts, which is a which is outstanding, but we know right away when, when we hear of an injury, a serious injury or possible fatality um, in the area, it's almost a good percent of, of the time that we know they're not wearing their seatbelt, and that's yeah. that's why it, they're getting injured or getting killed. So buckle up and, you know, anticipate there's going to be a lot more vehicles on the road, you know, probably um, starting maybe this weekend even. Yeah. So just be aware of that. Increase your following distance. Once the roads become a little bit slick, um, with with ice, frost, snow, the recommended following distance on highway speeds is you know a good three seconds. When it gets to be slippery mm-hmm. out, we increase that five seconds is what I've heard. Even increase that more because it takes you a long time to stop your vehicle in the event something happens in front of you. Somebody spins out in front of you. A crash happens in front of you. Deer, we're still seeing a lot of car yeah. deer crashes oh, here. Boy. My in laws just two days ago were bringing my sister in law back to the airport in Duluth. And just in in pretty much the city streets, a big buck came running out um, from the wood line and actually ran into the side of their car, broke yeah. the window, sprayed oh, them no. with glass. So they're out running around. Oh. So we have to be aware 100% of the time when we're driving, um, look ahead. We have to be on the defensive side because we don't know what's going to happen in front of us, right? right. Or on yeah. the side of us. Uh, on the case. side of us, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look around. <laughs> Uh, I, I know looking at the forecast for the next uh, week or so, there's some wood to knock on. There's no major winter events, but we know where we live and we know what's coming. And it's a good time to talk to uh, Jamie Hookreed here from the uh, MnDOT uh, about uh, snow plowing and winter travel in Minnesota. As Neil said, it's dangerous. we got to slow down. we got to know what we're doing. But you guys are out plowing, and let's talk about uh, some of those things. Um, do you have a... Is there a threshold? Uh, I, I hear a lot of people complain, well, if it's the weekend, we're not going to get the roads plowed. And tell us about some of the things that we need to know. No, we're going to react if uh, there's an event out there on the state highway system. You know, we're that's our major carriers of, uh, you know, freight and mm-hmm. people. And we're going to, you know, be out there, you know, trying to clear the roads. Um, you know, obviously, uh, even an event coming in this afternoon, uh, looks like it's going to stay south of us down by St. Cloud and mm-hmm. stuff. But um, we... You know, we do use overtime on the weekends. Um, we do split shifts during during the the week. Um, so if something looks like a all day event, we'll we'll shift half the staff to come in in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then, like today, we're actually down by St. Cloud. We're shifting them to come in at two thirty. So we'll have okay. fully staffed plows on board this afternoon for for the event uh, down towards St. Cloud. So, so is so there guys, is there a threshold though for the snowplows going out, or you just kind of keep an eye? And I guess it's different everywhere. How does that work? How do you decide when it's time to really pull out the big boys? <laughs> sure. So we got uh, a good weather system on board, and, and we're looking at the road temperatures, the wind, the air temperatures, the precipitation rate. We're mm-hmm. looking at a lot of different factors, okay. and we're seeing that event come come in. Okay. So um, we'll go out and pre-treat bridges because you got that air underneath the bridges. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first places where you're going to see slippery spots. Uh, we're, we'll be looking at a lot of the, the weather comes in from the west. Actually, right. today's event is coming in from the west in Fargo. So we're seeing partially covered roads out there. And so we're talking, we'll be in touch with the Alexandria folks mm-hmm. out on the edge of our district, uh, Detroit Lakes folks, Fergus Falls, 
and some of this stuff is 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 does surprise us. We do have the weather systems and mm-hmm. the meteorologists, but some of this the trickier stuff is uh, the 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 finer uh, rain, the sleet. Oh, yeah. That kind of oh, yeah. it does come in under the radar. Mm-hmm. So the radars are are have more difficulty picking it up. Okay. So that's where that communication hmm. is um, critical. And so we, we are out patrolling the roads in advance mm-hmm. of a storm coming, looking yep. for, for uh, spots popping up. Okay. And we actually give that information back through our computer systems to the meteorologist. So that information then can be used in the models and, and communicated back out through our systems. Interesting. So, yeah. How you all work together with that. Yeah, and obviously you work with the state patrol as well. I mean, if you get uh, patrol saying, hey, I'm out on this highway and it's gotten very icy and it's, again, one of those precipitation events that doesn't show up big on the radar, then you know. and Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. We uh, we work closely with their dispatch. Uh, we got radio communications. We got phone communications. You know, we got a lot of times just local relationships sure. that uh, because we share offices – um, so yeah, we're we're constantly in communication and supporting each other with accidents or, um, you know, if 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 we have an issue, uh, we're, we're working even outside of snow and ice, mm-hmm. working trying to patch roads and stuff. State patrol come and assist us to, you know, just get people to slow down around us and make sure that we can complete our work in a safe manner. Yeah, yeah. So. that's been an issue too. In fact, uh, I don't. Th- we didn't have very much snow, but there was that uh, very icy event even here in the lakes area when we first uh, started seeing some of this precipitation. And I know the trucks went out, and mm-hmm. uh, in this case, they weren't plowing, but they were sanding, weren't they? Or is it a salt sand combination? Yeah, we we uh, in in colder events we'll we'll turn to sand, mm-hmm. but we're actually having some success with straight liquid application, a brine oh, application, the brine. Yep. The brine. Okay. So we can use less chlorides, less salt, save money, nice. and it's actually it's um more environmentally friendly. It's too. more environmentally f- correct, yeah. and um, we're able to get that. Um, in a liquid form so that it reacts with the tires and spreads out mm-hmm. and um, clears the roads, gets us back to uh, removing that okay. that um, that ice and compacted snow. So we are continuing to fine-tune our recommendations and models. And, uh, you know, with the more information that we got with temperatures, road sen- sensors and stuff, we're able to, um, you know, fine-tune the right chemical at the right place at the right time. Right. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of technology that goes into that. Yeah. And, and I just want to thank uh, the MnDOT and pl- uh, plow drivers, the supervisors. They really assist us out there when we have a, uh, an event going on. For instance, if we have a crash, there's a certain area that, that cars are losing control, um, crashes, vehicles going off the road, hitting um, guardrails. They've been really good about coming out and really hitting that area just to keep us safe as while we're waiting for tow trucks sure, and trying to get sure. those vehicles removed as well. And we just remind people on the flashing lights, too. The move-over law applies to all flashing lights. Oh, it's not just law enforcement. It's it's uh, the ambulance crews. It's fire trucks. The MnDOT um, uh, vehicles as well. So just people need to know if the, you see a MnDOT truck um, parked on, a, on one of our roads here with a, where the highway speeds are up there. There's probably something going on up there, right? Or you see a okay. state trooper or a local sheriff's department or a police officer. If they're parked at a certain area, there's probably something ahead. So what we try to do is we call them early warners. We're trying to get people to slow down and move over for us. Sure. The last event I was at a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. just a couple of days ago as well, in, in my area, we had two cars behind uh, a car that went into the cable median barrier on I-35 mm-hmm. in, in by Midway Road by Duluth. Cars weren't moving over for us, and, and now all of a sudden... the 
you put everybody in jeopardy. Just in, in along with the people that hit the guardrail, our troopers yeah, sure. out there as well. And that's a big spread of freeway there. That's it big. is absolutely. Yeah. You should be able to see it. So we're, yeah. that's one thing I want to remind people: please slow down when you see flashing lights. Move over for us. Mm-hmm. And if you find a stretch uh, that's slippery. Um, Listen to your car. If you feel your car start to slip a little bit, that should be an indicator to you that I'm over overdriving my car. Mm-hmm. Slow down. That's the number one thing we can do. Slow down, right? Bridge decks, the first thing that ice up. So if you know you're going up to a bridge deck, the road might be fine. But once you get onto that bridge deck, it might be a different story. And that's where we're seeing a lot of our crashes yeah. is on the bridge decks. Slow down. Correct. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to slam on your brakes by any means. Please don't. But let your foot off the gas. Yeah, if you slam on your brakes at high speed and it's icy, you're going to lose control of that car. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jamie, we mentioned the word technology, and uh, I know you're sitting with a laptop here, and you're able to, thanks to technology, access a lot of information, and the general public can do the same thing, can't they? Yes. There's a great app, or go directly onto the website, 511mn.org, or download the app, 511mn, and it's a it's a great tool to kind of give you an indication of what where the events are and what the road conditions are. So you'll see the various roads color-coded, and there's a legend associated with it. So um, if it, you know if it's green, it's clear roads, normal conditions. And as soon as it starts to get blue and red, you're starting to see some partially covered or fully covered roads. Um, you can hover over those road segments, and it'll give you a little more information. So put your so, cursor over there, yeah. and it starts telling you exactly what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Tess just pulled it up I on her phone. Up. I have it's, it on my phone. I like, I love having it because I travel to Duluth a lot, and you know it can it, be it's a whole other weather system It's a there. great app, and when you get up in the morning, if you're going to work, you can look and see if, if the road is slippery, leave earlier, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that that's that's yeah. a key as well. Also, there's cameras on there. There's so many yeah. options on that website. It's, it's, a, it's a really useful tool. Now with people traveling for the Thanksgiving holidays or Christmas holidays coming up, mm-hmm. excellent uh, tool for people to go on to. Also has delays. It, it, I believe it's updated with crashes as well. Our dispatchers are putting that in to the website if there's a crash or a detour somewhere. So you'll know if you'll the know traffic it. is snarled up. Absolutely. It's, it's a great cool. it's a great website, great app to have. Mm-hmm. That's neat. How many cameras are out there? This day? Are you adding cameras all the time to the entire state system? Yeah. So as soon as we're building... Uh, new plows coming. The cameras are integrated into the plows, but we're probably retrofitted about a third of our our plow trucks with cameras at this point. So if you go on the app and you don't see a plow out on Mm -hmm. in a certain area, it doesn't mean that we're not out there. Right. (laughs) But we only got a third of the plows showing. So yeah. So so, but they'll take pictures about every five minutes. And and you can go back and kind of see a sequence of what's happening and see when the roads are maybe clearing off so that if you delay your, your trip, if you can, um, you know, then, then you can get put yourself in a better position to predict your arrival time and arrive safe and, and not get frustrated. So Yeah. And I know we've said it on this show before. We'll say it again. Uh, we're going to run out of time here. But uh, snow plows, stay back. Stay away from them. Uh, you're going to lose that fight every time. I don't care what you're driving. What's they're the, they're what's usually the, bigger, what's right? What's the tonnage on, uh, especially yeah. if it has uh, the brine or the uh, sand in it? It's going to weigh a lot. Yeah, we got we got a lot of uh, heavy equipment on there. We got a plow out front. We got what we call an underbody or a blade underneath. Yeah. And then we got a wing on one side, typically for uh, a right-hand lane, like on a four-lane. We call it a right-hand truck. Yeah. And then if we're plowing the left, that truck is set up with a left wing. Oh. And we just had a, a truck built 
for uh, the Pequot section, and it's got wings on both sides. Oh wow! So uh, it's it just helps our versatility. Yeah. Um, but there, that's just the the iron that's hanging from it, and then you load it with the brine, and um, and then the salt. So we're over eighty eighty thousand pounds on oh, on man. our trucks. Yeah. And, and we've had far too many car versus snowplow crashes here the yeah. last few years. Please yeah. be careful and think about if you hit a snowplow or, or one gets into a crash. That's going to put that truck out of service. State Patrol is going to come investigate that. Mm-hmm. And if it's a busy snow day, it could be a while before we get there. So now that truck is out of commission. Yeah. And then all the roads, you know, should be getting treated. So please be careful. Stay back at least five car lengths, preferably 10. And mm-hmm. and don't pass a snowplow. That's yeah. that's really dangerous. Wasn't stay behind saying, them. Stay back, stay alive kind of thing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 Just all relax. Right. <laughs> We could uh, do a whole show with you, Jamie. This would be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, back. But let's encourage people to go there. In the meantime, I know uh, before we wrap up, uh, Neil, one other thing we did want to talk about, and that's unattended vehicles yes. that are running. Mm. Uh, those that have the car automatic car starters, good for you. Yes. Those, those are fine, right? Those are excellent. It's pretty much impossible to steal a car if it's running with the auto start. Yeah. We just had some recent auto thefts here in the area. Um, what happens is auto thieves are looking for that opportunity. Gas stations, if somebody goes in and, and to pay for their fuel or get coffee or whatever, they leave their car running with the keys in it. I see that it's, every morning. It's an opportunity for somebody mm. to steal your car, yeah. and it does happen. So remember, it's a, it's a city ordinance or a local ordinance, and most cities do have it. You cannot leave your car running unattended with the keys in it. So don't take and that you, chance. You can still leave the car, because I think some people are confused. that Oh, you can't leave your car running if you're not with it. But that you're not talking about, like you said, the remote starter. Again, it's car Correct. unattended with keys With keys in, in it. it. The running. remote start, it can run pretty much. there's no keys. It's pretty much yep. impossible to steal yep. it. But be careful with that. It's not worth it. Shut it off. Yeah. You're going to go leave it for a while. Or if you're going to warm it up. Um, be with the vehicle or go purchase a uh, um, remote start. start. They're they're wonderful. We have some recommendations. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Very good. Uh, once again, let's remind, uh, you said it's 511mn.org if we're going on our computer. Correct. And if we just go to the App Store or whatever it's called on an Android that? phone, you can just look for 511mn. Correct. Very good. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much. Let's be safe on the roadways here during the holidays. Thanks for being here. Thank you. And Thanks thank you guys. Us. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Both Same to you, you too. too. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Our guests today, Sergeant Neil Dickinson, public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. Jamie Hookreed is the district maintenance engineer for Central Minnesota with MnDOT. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And we also remind you that Community Focus is now available anytime at our website at 1067wjjy.com.